Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. Uh, has anyone else just been really, really feeling themselves in New York City recently? Oh, I've just been having the best time out. The sun has been shining. Everything is happening. People are like down to party. Has anyone else been noticing that? You know when it's like winter, people hibernate a bit. You like text about like a Saturday going out. Everyone's like, I don't want to leave my apartment. And I understand that. But now... Now, when it's 60 degrees, oh man, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'll come meet you. Yeah, I'll do happy hour. Yeah, I'll go out this Saturday. Yeah, I'll stay out till 3.30. Oh my gosh, it's been incredible. And then Sunday was 62. I know this is annoying to just hear about the weather. And I promise you, I will try and stop at some point. But this is what it's like. We're New Yorkers. Like when the weather turns, this is when we all just get so fucking stoked. So I've been having a blast. This is going to lead me perfectly into my Rachel's Rex. So let's go. Number one is going to be from me. Number two will be the request from Instagram as we talk about on Fridays. You can send us one. I would love to hear from you, but let's go with mine first. And this plays into how great New York City has been recently. And my first recommendation is Grand Central Oyster Bar. Okay. The main dining room is, of course, beautiful, lovely, fun, all of that. But the back saloon, that is where the party is at. And that's where I like to go. I went this week after work with one of my friends. We sat in the saloon. Wonderful bartender is always there. Love him. But while we were sitting there having a drink, these women come in celebrating a birthday party and not just any birthday party. The three of them were celebrating their friend's 95th birthday. That's right. She was 95 years old and she was choosing to come to Grand Central Oyster Bar to sit her ass down and party with her friends and have a drink. And that is why I love New Yorkers. This woman was so incredible. She was born and raised in New York. She was 95 years old, never been married, never had kids, had her pilot's license, has been to all seven continents. I mean, this is a New Yorker. These are the people you can hang out with. These are the people you can meet. And on top of that, she's out partying for her birthday. We got her a cake. We drank with her. We sang her happy birthday. She told us stories about her life. I just love New Yorkers so much. And I love that these are the things that you can just kind of stumble into on a regular Wednesday night. So go to Grand Central Oyster Bar. You know, I know there's so many incredible classic New York places that we love. And, you know, some of them are really popular now, like Bemelman's, which I love, and Monkey Bar, which I love, and Keen's, which I also love. But let's not forget about a lot of these other great classic New York rooms that you can have a wonderful time into and still maybe get a seat at the bar. So go check out Grand Central Oyster Bar. Of course, you know where it is. It's in Grand Central. I don't need to tell you that. Maybe you'll meet another fabulous group celebrating some incredible event and you can hang out with them and join in on their party. Okay, number two is our request from Instagram this week and we had a lot of great ones again, but I thought this one was a perfect one to share. Someone was asking for somewhere to get a swimsuit recommendation. And it's funny that I got this one because I had the same problem last year. I was going to Jamaica for a friend's birthday party. I was very lucky to be invited to this and it was a blast. However, I needed a new swimsuit and there are not many actual cool places that carry great swimsuits at all times of the year in New York City. You know, you could go to like Macy's or something like that, but that's not what I'm talking about. There is a perfect place in the East Village and that is Azalea's on 2nd Avenue. They have great lingerie. They have great swimsuits. I bought one there last year for this trip. They carry a lot of great designers. It's not just like your typical stuff. Great selection. I love it there. And the other reason why this was so perfect is they happen to be having their sample sale this weekend in New York City at their 2nd Avenue location. 
So if you want to get a swimsuit, you want to get some lingerie, you want to buy a gift for someone you have a crush on, this would be the time and the place to do it. Azalea's Second Avenue. Go check out their sample sale. Okay, those are Rachel's recs this week. I hope you're still enjoying them. Um, as frequent listeners of the podcast know, my sister, who was the only person to not have Rachel's recs back in season two or three, I was talking to her last week and she was talking about how she needed to catch up on one of the last episodes. And I was like, oh yeah, listen to it when you're driving in the car. She doesn't live in New York City. Uh, I was like, they're so quick. They're like less than 30 minutes. You can get it done in your drive. And she's just like, so matter of fact, was like, well, for me, they're like a lot faster because I just fast forward through all the Rachel's wrecks. So she's still not listening to them. So, you know, screw you, Abby. Uh, but for everyone else, I hope you are listening and enjoying them and going to some of these places in New York City. Let's get on to my guest this week. I'm very excited to talk to her, but I also am perhaps a little terrified spooked you might say and I will explain why she has written an incredible book called Bizarre Brooklyn but the other main thing that she does is she runs Madam Morbid's trolley tours in New York City how interesting is that and obviously that's why I say it's a little spooky it's a little scary but I think you can handle it please welcome to the show Allison Huntington Chase Hi, thanks for having me Thank you so much for being on you have one of the most interesting, very specific jobs in New York City. And I feel like it's the type of place where this job can exist. And that is you run a morbid, macabre, almost horror theme, historical trolley tour throughout New York City. Tell us more about that. It's so bizarre. Well, thank you. Yes, it's a trolley tour. We created this replica turn of the century trolley. Uh, We decked it out with there's chandeliers, there's little sconces, green velvet curtains. So we want it to look like the interior of a funeral parlor at the turn of the century. (laughs) But this is uh, a great chance for like locals and tourists to see all of Brooklyn within an hour and a half. We go to the most popular neighborhoods. So you'll get to see like seven different neighborhoods and learn their little spooky history. And you know, Brooklyn dates back to the 1400s. So I am a huge scaredy cat. Can I handle any of these things? But I think this like to let everyone know, it's not about it being scary. There is an element of like, you know, that's a fun part of it where the, the trolley feels really interesting and there's smoke, but there's also like the historical thing and you're not there to try and spook people, but you get this idea of the history and like, here's where wars happened and people died. But I think I could handle this, correct? Yeah, because we leave the spookiness and the eerie aspect to the actual stories itself. Yes. Even if it's just like, there were like five bodies that were discovered in this, in this canal, you can kind of control how spooky you think that is for yourself and some people um think something would be funny another person thinks it's travesty so it's it's really kind of um almost like a choose your own adventure choose your own what makes you uh scared or takes off they all come off knowing so many more facts and have this new appreciation for brooklyn as either a local or a visitor i have to say it sounds 
very fun. I'm going to do it. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I would love to come on there and, you know, maybe sneak a little adult beverage in my pocket or something like that. Everyone does. <laughs> and then learn all of these things. And it's so fun to just be driven around and kind of look out the window. And, and I just love that there's the added element. Normally I would be scared, but I think I can definitely handle this. Oh. So I am com- I'm coming on one. I am definitely coming on really? one of Madam Morbid's tours. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Let's get into some of our questions for They Had Fun, considering how fun the trolley tours are. Great segue. And our first question is always the same. And that is, when did you move to New York? I moved to New York in 2005 when I was 18 for college. Oh, okay. So you can, I, it's the same thing. I talked to someone who come for college and I always wonder, what was that like? Were you ready? Were you prepared? Were you like, what the hell am I doing here? It just see 18 seems so young to just show up in this big city. I really didn't think too much about it. I knew I was going to school here. And what school did you come for? Oh, SBA, School of Visual Arts. Oh, oh awesome. I was a screenplay writing major, hence why I do ghost tours now, because it's not, you know, a degree that, you know, is uh, <laughs> uh, something to rely on. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of just let the wind take me. When I was in college, the cool neighborhood was the East Village. So like we all congregated there. So I knew the East Village like the back of my hand and I never really explored other neighborhoods until I was in New York City for a couple more years. I feel like that's something that happens when you're younger, when you move here is you just kind of like find one neighborhood and you stick there. I remember when I first moved, like none of us ever had gone. We lived in Williamsburg when I first moved here and none of us like ever traveled south of like, I mean, even Fort Greene felt like another world. Absolutely, We were like, how would we get there? Like, what do people do there? Absolutely. One of my favorite things about New York is how each neighborhood has its own unique personality Uh, and they could be right next to each other and be completely two different cities. Okay, so you've been here for a long time. You sort of answer the second question, which is always, why did you move to New York? And it sounds like you were coming for school, but why SVA? Is that like, I have to be at this school? Is it New York or bus? Like what? Or were you just like, I got accepted and I just thought, why not? <laughs> literally the latter, literally. <laughs> I wanted to go to Boston. I wanted to go to LA, which I'm so happy I didn't. Yes, me too. I don't drive. But yeah, I came here. I didn't apply to a lot of schools when I saw SVA at um, a college fair. I was like, what is this? And I got excited by it. I got in. I grew up in Connecticut, so New York was so close. So I was always in and out and it wasn't like this big destination place to me. So it wasn't uh, scary or intimidating. It was just our neighbor. I I honestly kind of love that. You know, you know, believe me, I love the stories of yearning to be here since a child, but I kind of like the anticlimactic of like, oh yeah, I got into school. It's an hour and a half away like because Literally. it's the truth. And, but then on top of all that, you stayed. So like something's right. Okay. So that's the thing. It's like, even just with neighborhoods, you develop a relationship with it. People think cities are places to escape from, but New York is my home. Like we're all in it together as New Yorkers. You know what I mean? Like yes. the thing is you can all be in the subway cart and have completely different walks of life. You have your millionaires and then you have your homeless people sitting in the same row. And it's it's this sense of community because it's not separated like other cities are. Yeah, you can't get away. Yeah. I love that too. It's something I think about a lot in New York and I've talked about before with other people is this sort of like, there's a grounding element in New York of like New York 
doesn't give a shit about you. It doesn't care if you have millions of dollars and the greatest apartment ever. It's going to take you. You're going to have to send fucking traffic down Fifth Avenue. You're going to have to wait to get that reservation. I mean, like maybe it'll be easier, but there are so many things in New York. Yes, there's an incredible bad distribution of wealth and services and all of these things, of course. But there is something that there is this element of like, no, we all have to suffer through these indignities together. Oh yeah, like mice and cockroaches. (laughs) We can have $11 million apartment, but they don't. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact. Believe me, I know that for a fact. It really, really warms my heart to hear you say like, this is my home. And I I kind of love the turn of, I came here because I sort of, why not? And like, now it is my home and I love it here. Oh, I mean, it is. Considering the fact that you came for school and you decided to stay because it is your home and because you run this incredibly niche New York City trolley company that's just so I love it it's so specific considering all of that I have to ask you the most important question of the show and that is Allison what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City all right well (laughs) I've had a a lot of fun times so my sophomore year of college my friend let's call him Alex so he doesn't sue me my friend (laughs) Alex who I met in high school is a pathological liar like an actual pathological liar. Oh, wow. I know it's crazy. So this is before social media. We were obsessed with Us Weekly and we wanted to go to a place where we could see a celebrity. So we're like, we've (laughs) got to go to Nobu. Obviously, Nobu, you have to, you know, make reservations way in advance. And wait, what year is this? 2006. Oh, right. You're saying pre. Okay. So 2006, trying to get into Nobu. Okay. I love this already. I just feel like this is going to be Okay, so Adam, who's very flamboyant, is obsessed with Ryan Seacrest all through high school and to this point. Now, Adam is also addicted to spray tan and bleaching his teeth white. (laughs) Oh, and he has frosted tips at this point, because mind you, it's like almost 20 years. Yes, you have to have. Yes. So since he's such a good liar, he changed his voicemail to say, hi, you've reached Seacrest Productions, knowing that Nobu was going to eventually call and get that (laughs) message. So, so we call Nobu and we're like, <laughs> yes, mind you, this is Saturday night. Yes, we'd like to request a table, the last name Efron, and then you can uh, call this number and we'll get back to you. Obviously, we meant Zach Efron, but we had to yes. be like clever about it. So they call, they leave a message at Seacrest Productions, and we're like, yes, we got we got in, but now we have to find something to wear. Wait, so, so we they, wait. So they just like they gave it to you because you said Efron or because they heard the Seacrest voicemail or a little bit of both, probably. I think it's a little bit of both. I oh mean again, you can't like check references at this point because there's no social media. So you can't be like, he's in Australia. You know what I mean? It's it just so good. I love it. <laughs> a lot of you suited to lie uh in 2006. Yes. So we want to get an outfit to look the part. So we go to Bloomingdale's in Soho. We start picking things out, knowing that we're going to eventually return them the next day. Yes. And so we buy an outfit. I go downstairs. I get my makeup done at the makeup counter. So smart. We're like giving ourselves makeovers. <laughs> and then we get in a cab. We go to Nobu. We say, hi, we're here. Table two for Efron. Obviously, there's no Zac Efron in sight. So they lead us to this table in the back. And I'm like, you know, you seat celebrities discreetly yeah. in the back. Yes. So they completely like expected Zac Efron, who at this time was like high school musical. Pain. To be fair, you didn't say Zac Efron. Exactly. Like, anybody's last name could be Efron. It's true. 
Anyways, so we go and sit down and it's this light tasting menu. And both of us have never had oysters before. And there's like three courses of just oysters. Uh, I <laughs> gagged them down because like we're too embarrassed to send them back. So I literally dry heave. It was not good. Anyways, you know, when you're younger and you, I didn't drink in high school, so I didn't know my limit. So after like two of those lychee martinis, we were just, I think he was throwing up on the sidewalk outside. We oh, were trying no. so hard to fit in. Uh, I think we paid like 130 each, which for college is a lot. Of I'm just imagining you spending all of that money when you like can't right? even afford the clothes, but you got to see a celebrity. It's crazy. And we didn't see any celebrities. I really wanted to. Oh no, a- you never got to see one. No, I mean, we were the only ones there. So it was uh, a little anticlimactic. By the way, I ended up keeping my dress. Oh, yay. I loved it. I wore it for years. Oh, Alex returned his because he's a liar. And I don't actually know what he's up to now. Yeah, I wonder whatever became of him. I just want to say, I love this story so much. Do you? Oh my God. I'm just like laughing so much. It's hilarious. And I'm just like loving the ultimate end being like, we thought we were going to a super fancy restaurant. We're just like puking on the side. Yeah, literally, literally like we had this idea like Paris Hilton would be sitting next to us and like <laughs> we'd strike up a conversation. But yeah, none of that <laughs> i just love you know that you could get away with this maybe that's not right? a good thing to say but i love that you just came up with this whole thing to like to this device to be like i mean it really actually is so fucking smart to be like change your voicemail so it sounds like like a legitimate thing and then right? you, you didn't even actually do anything wrong like we said you just said efron you wanted to see a celebrity you're so so smart when you're young to be like i'll buy this dress i'll return it i'll get free makeup downstairs all of these things because they will do your makeup as every girl knows who goes to like prom or whatever you can go and get your makeup down at the makeup counter oh, yeah and i just think it's such a great time capsule of being like a young kid in new york and like what kind of trouble can you get yourself into all of the like ways it can be great or go bad and i think it is so funny and so hilarious and i love it so much i wonder if you could get away with something like that these days with rezzy i don't know but the thing is it's like today there are so many quote-unquote celebrities fair tiktok celebrities stuff that all the reservations are taken at this point in time you'd have to be in us weekly to be recognized so yeah i don't think you could get away with it now because i think there's just too many to begin with that they're turning down yeah it is crazy that they just got you in on a saturday to begin with exactly right i mean it's nobu they must save space yeah for things like that i've never been doesn't sound like we should go i mean sorry to nobu but it doesn't sound like we're giving them a ringing endorsement oh i love that story i think it is so fun I think it is so true of what just can happen to you in a night in New York. I love it so much. And now I have to ask you my last and final question of the show. And that is, what is your favorite thing about New York? Finding these little hidden gems of the past throughout the city that no one looks twice at. Like if you are in the Union Square subway station and you're going to the six train, there are these three little structures and that's the original subway trolley wall but it's right there on display you can see the writing but like literally no one um 
Lance's twice across the street from my old apartment. There's this little tiny window with bars in the middle of this concrete slab. And that was the window to, I think they were called sugar houses, but they were like the jails in the 1700s. They would put prisoners of war during the Revolutionary War. You can literally wrap your hands around them and feel it. And I mean, this is a more than 300 year old piece of history Really gruesome history, too, if you look more into sugar houses. But like these clues of the past are everywhere in New York. And you just look at New York as such a modern city, but it dates back to the 1600s. Look up, you'll see dates uh, on historic buildings carved into um, the top of them. And again, they're all around us. Exploring the city and coming across... Uh, little hidden gems is my favorite thing. I think that is such a good thing to love about New York. You know, we've never had someone say something like that. Like the little tidbits of history are all around you and you can find them anywhere if you look for them. Mm. I mean, even the things you're describing, I've never seen those. I mean, everyone knows how obsessed with New York I am and I haven't seen those things. Like now I want to go look at that. Mm. And we do take those things for granted. And I think it's such a cool thing to love about New York. And it's so specific to you and because of your work you do and the type of things you love. I love it. I think I think it's great. The little tidbits of history that are all around us. One last one that I'll tell everyone to look for is, you know, in Washington Square Park, there's this big tree that's nicknamed the Hangman's Elm because it was where public executions took place 300 years ago. Oh my God, talk about morbid. I know, and there's like 100,000 dead bodies underneath the ground because it was the old potter's field. So people who were either very sick from like smallpox and they didn't want the spreading of it or just couldn't afford a uh, grave were dumped down. And whenever they do construction, they're always hitting bodies. And God, very creepy. Just a few of the things you could hear if you came on one of your trolley tours. Absolutely. I mean, I could keep going, but (laughs) you have to pay for now. Yes, you have to go on the trolley tour if you want to hear more. I love what you love about New York. I love that you run this tour company for all of us to go do something fun that we haven't thought about doing in the past. I love it all. I love that story. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Thank you so much for being on the show. I loved hearing it. Thank you so much. I had a very good time. I had fun. (laughs) Great. Mission accomplished. Thank you so much. And of course, most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun. (laughs) 